0: Welcome to the Beers Bands Podcast with your host, Michael Torres. Dude, I'm doing good. You know, it's it's Thursday. We're almost to Friday. Uh I have some beers in front of me and I'm gonna to talk to you guys. So uh, you know, Thursday's going pretty well. <laughs> oh <cool>. yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Happy
1: to,
2: happy to be a part of the podcast.
0: Yeah, stoked to have you guys on. Uh, the new EP sounds super sick and uh, I know I'll say it when we actually get started, but like, major congrats on uh, signing with No Sleep. Uh, that's that, that's like my one of my favorite labels. Um, so I'm super stoked Man. for you guys.
3: Thank you. I'm very excited. Yeah, we're doing some cool shit.
0: But yeah, other than that, uh, if you guys are ready to crack some beers, we'll we'll do this opening crack, and then uh, I'll do the little intro and bring the three of you guys in.
3: Opening crack.
0: <laughs> no pressure.
4: I'll drink all three of these.
3: (laughs) Are you ready to watch me drink six six IPAs on your
0: podcast? I think that'll like we we'll, might have to call someone. I think that's going to be like a record for IPA. Saying, I'll go for this record. <laughs> Talk
1: about shit, you
3: know?
0: I'll run
4: across the street and get more. <laughs> <laughs> He's still going. Yeah. We'll go get
0: some meal slices. Half yeah. Yeah, just take like, it'll be like a four-hour long pod. Just like, there's a giant break. I'm just, I'll am just. i like get, get the
3: mobile hotspot going. This is a tablet. We'll just, yeah, yeah we'll, here just take, we go.
0: we'll just take your own Marquette. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, all right. So in three, two, one. I called it sick again because I couldn't get
3: myself out of bed. Take another depression nap,
1: take another few steps now.
0: what is up everyone welcome back to another episode of beers of bands uh this is a pretty dope episode i'm truly stoked on this one i'm sitting down with the dudes in the casper fight scene how are y'all doing
3: doing good great right.
0: uh, dude I'm, I'm so stoked uh that we're doing this uh like like i kind of said before with the episode started the new ep sounds super sick and i'm stoked to talk all about it uh but before we get too far like i did mention you guys are the casper fight scene you guys are an emo band from marquette michigan another Michigan band on. I haven't had a Michigan band on in a while now I think about it. Um, so I'm super stoked to have another one. Uh, and also, before we get too far, can you go around and kind of say who you are and what you do in the Casper fight scene?
4: I'm Peter. I play bass.
2: I'm Kenny. I play guitar.
3: I'm Jason. I do vocals. I also play guitar. And we are missing our drummer, Mikey. He is at a wedding. Okay. Well,
0: yeah. uh, since since Mikey's not with us, we'll pour one out for him. And by pour one out, I just mean we'll take a drink for hi- in his honor. Oh, let's
4: do it. Let's do it for you, Mike. Love uh, okay, you, Mikey. Love oh, Mike. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, but like I've kind of been mentioning, you guys put out this new EP. But before we kind of get into that, I kind of want to talk about some early Casper fight scene. Um, I saw like the first two song like demo came out in like 2021. Um, I mean, you guys have had a pretty eventful couple years so that came out in 2021 your debut ep good deal comes out in august of 2022 um and now you're already releasing your second ep but i kind of want to talk about good deal like for people that are just now finding you from the signing and this this new ep coming out you have to go check out good deal and even the two like song demo that that was still pretty sick uh but good deal i feel like still holds up and it's a nice like especially listening to the UEP going into that, it's like a nice little change-up B-side of what most people are already wanting a full-length from you guys. Uh, but yeah, Good Deal came out 2022. Super s- stoked on that. Um, like, you take me back to, like, that initial release. I know it's been a little over a year, but that being your first work of music for this project, what was that, what was that time like?
3: Well... I don't know um, with, with this band we've, we've always kind of functioned on the uh, like we don't really we don't really do anything until people start <laughs> like, like telling us to do stuff or like asking like why haven't you done this yet and we were like out playing shows and stuff downstate and like around Marquette obviously but um, I don't know we were just kind of running around with with flesh wound and motorcycle and then we put out kill me. And then Kill Me kind of kind of popped off a little bit more than expected. Like ran it up on on Chill Wave's YouTube. Shout out Chill Wave. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that that was that was a big deal. Um, so yeah, like I said, we were kind of like you know out playing shows and stuff. And um, a few of those songs were like written before we mm-hmm. even ever considered really doing an EP. I'd say like four out of five of those, right? Because mm-hmm. Tequila we wrote at the Wilkinson House. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so
1: Wyoming. yeah,
3: yeah, Wyoming. I don't know with the good deal in Wyoming thing that that kind of once once I had the bones for those songs, I was like, okay, maybe like that would be kind of a cool start to a record, you know. And and we we dished that idea around, um, and then I got a hold of uh, Saturdays at Your Place shout out again. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> But I got a hold of them and, uh, asked who did their, their, their full length that they had out before Always Cloudy. And, um, uh, they, they sent us in the direction of Tyler Floyd, the man, the myth, the legend. And, uh, he helped us with, with that record. And, um, it's definitely kind of like a learning experience. Um, you know, like we had our stuff down when we went, went, went into the studio to record those songs, but, um, I don't know it just felt different you know because with the other stuff we recorded it was it was in this practice space here and it was uh dave danu from charmer that like just just kind of recorded the stuff in our practice space so um driving eight hours south to uh record an ep was was definitely a game changer it kind of kind of kind of pushed us to you know want to do more stuff yeah Mm -hmm.
0: like because at that point it kind of feels like oh this is more than just like four dudes just jamming out in the basement just putting random stuff out this like it kind of made it a little bit more real and like oh shit like this is a little bit more big time type of feel i'm guessing
3: yeah yeah because like they had like a booth (laughs) 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 which was like a big deal you know or like me and mikey were like on the other side of the glass, like, I can't hear you. Can you hear me? <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, we're, we're all from the sticks up here. So, you know, going down to, to Detroit and working in, like, a legit studio, it was, I don't know, definitely a big deal for us, you know?
2: Wasn't the other... Other the other room in Eureka wasn't that like a professional like sports photographer too so they're just yeah they just, just all these like cool pictures hanging around yeah of like
3: of like Detroit Red Wings players and like WNBA players and stuff it was it was it was so strange such a cool experience <laughs> we like slept on our our former bass player Zach his uh his buddy um Zach's from Detroit and we slept at his buddy's house and like. I I don't know, it was it was it was kind of rough like shout
1: out Zuby Yeah shout
3: out Zuby (laughs) But but he uh he's cool as hell but like we didn't have any beds to sleep in and me and Kenny like slept in like recliners and I'm like seven feet tall. It was it was it was rough, but seven feet, that's a stretch. Yeah, that is (laughs) all (laughs) right, you got me. I'm only six (laughs) eleven. no but really it is uncomfortable for me to sleep sometimes <laughs> that was it was a fun trip and then like when we were on our way back like I don't know the the, the rough mixes that we got from Tyler were like the cleanest rough mixes that any of, of us had ever <laughs> so we just like played them on repeat you know just like gassing each other up it was it was a great time
0: I mean like I said uh that ep is still super sick and everyone that's listening please go check it out because i mean not only listening to the new ep but finding that obviously there's a little bit more to the discography is always nice to to kind of dive into um so that kind of rounds out like the 2022 year now we're getting into 2023 and in i know at the time this recording we're at end of september but you know uh earlier this month, uh, or maybe it was last month, I don't remember the exact date on it, but you you announced you know the new EP but also along with that you announced you signed to no sleep like I said earlier, congratulations (laughs) for doing that. Um, I know that that's always kind of start and goals for a lot of people and and to be able to do that major props, Uh, but your latest EP called uh, Haymaker another. not to be wrong. Yeah. Another five song EP uh, just following up uh, what Good Deal brought to the table, but with a little bit more of a little slight, I feel like change and feel to the the sound. Um, what kind of brought along that change uh, from the last EP to this one?
3: There were so many life changes for like every single one of us. It just seemed appropriate, you know, because like I said before, um, we didn't really... Think about putting out an EP, like, a collection of songs when we were writing this other stuff.
2: We, we lived together for a good deal, too, which was yeah. As, which is
1: different.
3: Yeah, it made, it, made, it made working on stuff a lot easier because, like, me and Kenny, we literally just, like, worked and went home and hung out and, like, drank and played guitar and stuff. It was pretty cool, <laughs> but I don't know, like, with Haymaker, we we, we got girlfriends, all like, like, everyone is a band, and... Like, we all started new jobs, and stuff was just kind of crazy, and um, I don't know, I just felt more appropriate to write in the kind of tone that we did, just because, like, I don't want to call a good deal adolescent, you know what I mean? Because it's not, but, you know, like, I, I don't know, it's, it's cool not writing songs about like like my ex-girlfriend just chilling smoking weed <laughs>
0: right. you know like i've talked about that before too is like at some su- obviously every release is kind of just a, a glimpse into like where you are at that point in your life but at the same time uh people that just kind of get on the same track of like rec- like playing the same general style stuff um and same like topics so you'll have like you know 40 year old pop punk dudes still talking about their girlfriend in high school it's like okay like you had to have experienced something else in your life besides just high school drama like bring it to more relevance
3: yeah so that's why i I mean like i I don't know i had a kid and like there just seemed like other shit to talk about you know like i don't know i guess it's still relatively the same shit but just in like a different way (laughs) i think it's
4: same shit different light i think you felt more like self like internal context yeah instead of just like more literal stuff
3: yeah yeah i agree with that i don't know i just kind of like if I'm, if I'm gonna write emo music it's gonna be emo you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's great logic i love it uh, but yeah like like uh you kind of said uh you know it's a re- more of like self-reflection uh so like, uh, I'm pretty sure discomfort in, like we were just saying, you know, you're, you're 6'11", uh, is talking about, you know, falling asleep in a chair that, no, six I know, 6'6", six, 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 <laughs> okay. All right, 6'10". <laughs> yeah, because it's right before, like we got on, I did see that like tweet that someone tweeted out and you did mention 6'6", six, six in that one. So I was going to gradually get there.
3: Yeah, that's Joe Mockingbird, and that all started because <laughs> of, I, I don't know their name, but this this Taylor person said something on Twitter about always wanting to say fat ass instead of fat up,
1: <laughs> and I was
3: like, we've been talking about this for a year, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, we've, we've done a good job planting roots downstate, which, you know, we do the ham thing, we're up here and then downstate that's this part okay uh marquette is like the only place where there's like a a scene in the up otherwise it's just straight up like like woods and like and like there's one
2: in houghton too
3: yeah yeah there's a houghton scene but marquette's marquette um but we got down state you know and like we made a lot of friends there so now like we want to go over to like wisconsin and and minnesota down to chicago you know get around (laughs)
0: well uh i mean one thing you guys are doing you guys are at least getting out of like your neck of the woods uh the next couple months you know doing Focella in october and then doing uh shadow money spell exchange in i love that
3: (laughs) so much
1: yeah it's
3: so funny um yeah like we we signed to no sleep and quinn from twitter who we all know Quinn as, um, commented on the no sleep post and and was like, "Can I can I get a a Casper Oklahoma gig please?" And I was like, "Okay," and then I just up, like message Ben Quad, <laughs> and I was like, "I was like, can we play a gig in Oklahoma for like the surprise Quinn?" And and Edgar just you know let me know that they were doing this fest thing in November so hit Quinn up about that and he sent me the flyer and there's like so many good bands so excited you know um Fochella, that was kind of like a like a random thing too I don't know Connor's really cool I met Connor he runs the shack uh Summit Shack um met them down at Pugfest
1: hmm.
3: and uh yeah Connor's Connor's super chill like like I'll text I'll text him sometime and sometimes and, and just say what's up just I you don't know oh pretty cool
0: you know yeah um yeah both of those fests uh have super stacked lineups uh like i know i can't and should not spend money to go to fochella but i really want to go to fochella i don't know if this will be the i don't think this is gonna be the year but i just hope it you know keeps building and growing because the past few lineups have just been so sick
3: they have um yeah, and, like, I don't know if, like, if Connor was – he's skeptical about doing one again this year. Ugh. But, I, I don't know. It's a super stacked lineup, you know. I'm, I'm glad that we're on it. Um, if you make the trip, you know, you can hang out. Uh, like, you can have, like, a shirt. We can drink beer. <laughs> <you
4: know? laughs> oh, excuse that. That's Pete's bedtime. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, so dude, my phone. I, I got a new phone because on our last weekend,er my phone broke, and this new phone, the time flipped. So like right now, it thinks it's eight thirty in the morning, and my my alarm just went off to get up for work. Because it is 30 in the morning. Dude. So like, so like tomorrow Definitely. it'll be Friday, but it's gonna say that it's 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 keep Saturday, your, its just it for fucks work. with me, dude. Jeez.
0: Get out of there! <laughs> I'm gonna work. Get off the podcast.
4: <laughs> Oh. Sorry about that. <laughs>
0: uh, but early, so <laughs> kind of jumping back into something I said earlier before uh, dabs and and a few uh, stories. Like I said, I love tangents. I always love to see where we go with that. Um, and plus, it worked out because I wanted to talk about Fochella and the other Festa anyways. Uh, but like uh, like P kind of said, this this album's more of like a self reflection rather than you know just melodramatic problems um and you know the song discomfort in is kind of talking about how we were saying earlier you know uh you know being a seven foot six 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 four person uh (laughs) you know having to i think one of the lines in there is about sleeping in in a chair you know kind of reverting back to kind of the experiences you were talking about when you were recording um so it was kind of nice to have those more, rela- I mean, even the first EP was relatable, but having more relatable stuff like that as you are growing. Um, so it's nice to see, that's one thing I love about people like that are growing with their music and their material. Yeah, um,
3: I, I would honestly like, I'd say as far as writing goes, like the biggest buzz that I can get is if someone walks up and is like, oh man, when you said that one thing, blah, blah, blah like I was right there man like I was in the back seat of that car that's that's what I'm you know what I'm hoping to accomplish more or less I want everything to be relatable cuz I feel like in this genre music in general I guess you know like like we're, we're all listening to it you know cuz we're trying to trying to feel something trying to relate you know
0: no yeah so I mean for people that might not have checked out this this EP like I said it's it's a nice little five song ripper and you know it's it's more of a self-reflection but like tell me some more about the cp for people that might not have checked it out yet that are finding you guys through this episode that are like oh i i need another emo band to listen to like what what kind of sets the cp apart
3: don't Ken. do it's the
0: gary, it's the gary effect. effect
2: uh that was yeah i don't know i don't you wrote the ep man yeah i just played the guitar
3: uh, honestly the gary effect's a real thing because <laughs> like we, we went out to new jersey and these songs sounded like a lot different really they did but gary Chioni, um he kind of helped us rethink things a little bit made stuff make more sense but you know as far as what separates us from the pack you know um <sighs> that's such a hard question because <laughs> I, I don't I don't know, um we're playing standard and like everything that I do rhythmically on guitar, you know, it's kind of just so that like Kenny can Kenny can noodle around and just rip, you know um, so like there isn't a lot of real complexity to what I do. Um, you know, I just try to again write relatable lyrics that can kind of put you in my shoes. Um, and the guitar for it, I I just more or less am I'm looking for something to use to write that song, you know. And then I leave all the crazy shit up to like Kenny and, and Mikey and and Pete, and they just they just rip, you know. It's pretty it's pretty sick. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, Kenny, any anything you want to like add to that?
2: Uh, I can add to the Gary effect it literally changed how I write, how I wrote songs for even our, how I thought about songs. He does this thing where he, he's a very hands-on producer where he, he challenges you a lot, where he's like, why is this there? And then you go, oh shit, I don't know why that's there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so accurate. Yeah. And then,
2: yeah, it just, okay. it just he helped us find our sound a lot with this EP because there were some songs that sounded much different than when we brought them to him versus when we when we left Soundacres there.
3: Yeah, again, like the, the writing process, like for a good deal, was very much just like me and Kenny in the lab, you know, working on shit. And then we got to go play all of those songs out live, you know, like with shows before we recorded them, um, where would, like everything with Haymaker. I wrote it my apartment, you know, and brought it down to practice worked on some some demos that sounded just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the, tech, the tech demos. Yeah, the tech demos. <laughs> um yeah, so I guess that that's that's really it. You know, like we we try to play play fast to some degree, not all the time. Um but but play loud. Uh as as far as like the the gray area between punk and emo. Like that's where, that's where we want to sit, you know, Um. yeah, we rely heavily on, you know, like, 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 like Mikey with drums and, and bass too, you know, we're, uh, we're a very drivey band, but not too drivey, you know, so it's still easy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: And like like how you kind of mentioned where you're able to kind of workshop a lot of these songs, you know, um, at shows and and do that. With these two fests coming up and any future shows, if someone is planning to go see you in the future, like what can they kind of expect from uh, a a set from the Casper fight scene? Energy. That's kind of
2: our whole thing. We like to be very energetic.
1: Bounce
3: around a lot. Mikey takes his shirt off. He gets nuts. <laughs> you know. That's typical drummer stuff. Yeah. Um, I agree with Ken. You know, like first and foremost, the only reason why we do any of this is literally to have fun, have a good time, you know. So I will say that if you're gonna come see us pretty much anywhere, as long as we're we're doing our thing then, um, you know, you're you're going to see us probably having the time of our lives, big smiles on our faces.
1: Happy to be there. Oh, yeah. 100%. Happy to be there.
3: Just kind of geeking out when Pete does something crazy. You know? <laughs>
1: there's a,
2: there's a running, running meme within the band where every show we play, there's always some crazy picture of Pete, no matter what he's <laughs> Yeah, they always catch you with
4: like like my mouth open or something. So <laughs> I would make a lot of them just stank faces. Stink faces, yeah.
2: uh, Every single one, it's yet to fail. Yeah,
3: we'll probably have some sort of technical difficulty. Like I'll break a string or Peter will break a string, or Kenny will, or all three of us will.
2: two Yeah. Couldn't catch a break.
4: Um, to add on to like their whole thing i'm new to the band still so i watched them as a fan for a while and just as a from a fan perspective these guys are just like fun and like loud and just like that's what you should expect It's just like just like a fun thrashy time to just like let loose it's just jason,
2: like, jason will say give it up yeah. for lasagna yeah he'll say dumb shit like that all the <laughs> give time give it up for lasagna yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Watching these boys do their thing has been a blast. Nice to be part of it. Very thankful. But yeah, they're just a group of fun guys. For sure. Is this mine? No, it's mine. Okay. You're just still in the bag. It's closed. I'm still here. I'm <laughs> still here. I'm just over here smoking more weed. Okay. We're bad. You're we're bad guests. <laughs>
0: I think this is the the most. Slightly chaotic one I've done in a while, and I, I I'm kind of down for it. Everything's been too oh, yeah. tame for the last few episodes, so I did. That's didn't. that's another thing to
4: expect <laughs> at our shows. Chaos, chaos. Slightly, slightly
2: chaotic. That's a good way to describe controlled chaos. <laughs> describe describe Casper slightly
1: chaotic. Controlled
2: chaos. I wouldn't call it controlled.
1: <laughs> Little to no <know> control. <laughs>
4: There was one show where I broke a string on my bass. It oh. was it was the E string. I, I couldn't believe it, man. I was so ask, all
3: of that happening. I was like. last
2: standing. Mikey had a stick down. Jason broke a string. Pete broke a string. I was the only one left with a fully functional instrument. <laughs> I was
4: pickled. Or kiss your friends. That was a great show. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> kiss your friends. They were great. They were great.
0: Uh now I, I kind of got to know like why why do you always yell give it up for lasagna
3: You know if I'm being honest I'm just <laughs> I'm just a big fan of Italian <laughs> Italian cuisine, <clears throat> <Of> Italian cuisine. <laughs> got You got your lasagnas, you minestrone <laughs> 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 The goblin ghoul. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no big CD to be found on top of this bed.
1: Yeah.
4: We played this one show.
2: The Goblin Zone. Yeah, the, the punk it, punk it. we
4: played at the Goblin Zone. Shout out, Kiefer. Um, and one of the band's vans was parked out front and there's a pigeon on it like just on top and it was like seven whatever straight chilling the whole show went on right and we'd get DoorDash. we're waiting outside one a.m dude the pigeon's still there (laughs) like 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 if you're talking six hours fucking i'm pretty sure if you dig deep enough on our instagram on one of the posts there's a video of kenny trying to get it off the roof Yeah. The term
2: was coined. No big Z to be found on top of this van. It's pure
3: gold. <laughs> it's great,
4: it's, dude. It's, it's
3: Kenny like brown out, like, out drunk like on top of a van. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it it was, there's no there's no big Z to be, to be t- found on top of this van. That's
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Final boss fights, van. It
3: was. I just walk around you though. I don't know. Like, again, like. There's no point in doing any of this shit yeah. for having fun. You know, what's fun chasing pigeons off the top of <laughs>
4: vans. <laughs> well, that's Casper's idea of a <laughs> I
0: mean, that's that's also what you want in in a band that you in like like and follow is you want to see them like having fun and just being because I mean, at the end of the day, you're playing music with like your best friends anyways, and you're getting to do this um so you know live it up like that was my favorite thing about like being on the road with my friends is like we were all just really good friends and got to fuck around uh and drive around to different cities and just fuck around in other people's towns Um, i mean that's what you want
3: yeah um i i I honestly like going down to down to lansing that was a huge deal you know because like I don't know. we we'd been around downstate, you know, a few times, but zoo.
2: That was a, that was really our first uh, downstate day, state show. With, that is uh, that is a fun fact. Our our first
3: charging. our first show out of out, out of town was uh, in Kalamazoo at a venue called the Irish Goodbye.
1: Shout out Fluke.
3: Shout out Fluke. Fluke. With uh so with, with with Saturdays at your place, and nothing new. It was so weird, cause like. Again, like okay, it's sick. There's a lot of music stuff going on up here, but you know, besides like um, us being Casper and Small Comforts, like there's like Charmer as far as other emo stuff go- goes right now. Um you got liquid Mike too. Like, oh yeah, I can't forget about Mike Maple. Yeah, liquid Mike. Um that's another that's another Marquette band. But going down to Lansing, it was like it was like we we met like our long lost family, you know, where like, like all those, all those folks down there, it was just like instantly, like, like you want to be best friends, you know? And that's, that's pretty much what
2: happened. You want to go do karate in the garage? You want to go do karate in the gun zone?
3: (laughs) Yeah. But like, that's, I don't know. Like, like, um, we go out on the road, we get to live like pirates for like three, Three days, and then you know, that the end game is is literally like going and seeing all of our good friends. You know, we get to play, they get to play, they kill, we get to have fun, and um, the fact that that is really at the end of the day the only objective, like in in doing this stuff. Because there's a lot of headaches that goes into like you know playing in a band in general, but being on the road as well. But like none of that means dog shit. Once, like you're like you're you're at the gig, you're with your buddies, you know, you're watching your friends on stage, and I'm standing next to Kenny and Pete. We're like this is fucking crazy, <laughs> you know. Like I don't know, it's pretty cool. Again, like that's that that's that's winning, you know. That's like the the hard work paying off. Kind of cool to think about. I never really thought about it
4: that way. Like it doesn't matter if we don't sell any merch, we have getting listeners, or whatever. just down there to have fun,
3: hanging and hang man yeah, eating fucking friends yeah eating fucking Fleetwood
4: there
2: was there was one time when he actually on we took up we took like a hardcore like pose photo outside at the Fleetwood sign and that was actually on when you googled Fleetwood
4: diner for a minute. yeah <laughs> it was so funny there was a Fleetwood diner. Look alike when we were in Minnesota. I yeah, Minneapolis. Yeah. I had an amazing burrito there. It was great. You guys the police? No. Just kidding. <laughs> I, so had good. The, I
2: had the same exact thing I get at Fleetwood and it was amazing. Yeah. I forgot what it was called. No, oh.
4: Wood Fleet. That's not what we're here to talk about. We're not <laughs> talking about breakfast, Mike.
0: Yeah. This is a breakfast with, breakfast with bands. This is beers with bands. I mean, that doesn't even translate right anyway. No, an uh, Yeah. Uh, before we started to kind of transition, I know we're kind of getting into some stories, which uh, I'm all I'm loving them already, but I know, like we, t- we talked about Haymaker has been out for at this point. Not even a full 15 days it came out on the 15th it's only the 28th 29th today. Um, I mean a long, obviously the signing is a big deal, but like what was kind of like the reaction behind this EP coming out and. Uh, like, what are some things that you've heard from your friends about this EP in general? Um,
2: lots of support,
0: especially yeah, definitely,
2: especially from our from our downstate friends. Um, that's that's more than most I got. I would show everybody little snippets when we went down there to play like those church shows, and everyone's just always super hyped for what we do, and it's it's awesome to see.
3: um yeah I mean like people have been super supportive um we didn't really say anything about like 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 we we did like a like a Q&A thing on our way out to New, New Jersey to record but I don't think that like
2: that just turned into like you know six, yeah, 629 but, hot and ready but
3: <laughs> but no one no one um no one really asked like like I think we got asked one out of probably like like 30, 40 questions was like, what are you guys up to? <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: then
2: all you put is like, I don't know, Devil Face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. Um, so like I, I don't know, we 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 put stuff online that we had a new song that was coming out. And um, you know, immediately people were were, were pretty stoked. Um and then like we had to change the release date for Haymaker a couple times actually because
4: twice. Yeah, like like
3: like we played we we played the show where Pete's Pete's E string broke on his bass guitar. And the next morning, like we woke up and like, I don't know, I just emailed Chris, you know, just like see what would happen, didn't really expect anything. And then he got back to us and I was like, oh shit. In the group chat, like no sleep, emailed back. And everyone's like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. And then at that point, like I don't know. We didn't we didn't really say anything about that either until like 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 we actually announced it. Um Dane didn't believe us. Yep, yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Dane Goose of 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 the band tournament and uh Such corduroy dad yeah. Corduroy pants. I don't know. He's in, like, four bands in Lansing. Check out Corduroy Pants, Dad Caps, Final Boss Fight, Tournament, and All My Friends Are Goth. Dear Heretic. Dear Heretic. Fane. Fane. My (laughs) clipboard. (laughs) Check out Saturdays at your place. (laughs) (laughs) No, but, um, like, I, I don't know. We didn't really say anything. Um, and so once we actually said, like, we're coming out with an EP, and also it's on No Sleep, you know, it was kind of like a one-two, like, ba-ba thing, yeah. you know, We're like, it seemed like people were, like, double excited. And that's exactly what we were hoping for, because we were double excited, you know?
0: Well, I remember, like, so I'd been following you guys for a while. And I'd known of you guys. I don't remember if it was right after the the first EP or when it was that I first started following. But I remember when I was scrolling through Twitter one day, and then there was like the no sleep post of like, "Hey, we just signed the cats for Fight Scene." And I was like, "Oh hell yeah! I I've for sure heard of those guys. Uh, that's fucking sick that they just got signed." And then like I kind of uh, you know liked it, kept kept going with my scrolling and everything. That's I mean it's crazy that just after the night after a show just. Was it more of on a whim that you were just like, I'm just going to send this email and just see what the fuck happens type deal?
3: Yeah, I do that a lot. You know, I I
2: go. I go through the Casper DMs, and then there's just a bunch of fishing lines being sent. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Know if he's gonna
1: catch it? Like, I like, I like, I'll DM,
3: DM, like, into it, over it. Like, I DM, (laughs) I DM Pet Symmetry, and was like, "Y'all ever want to come to Marquette?" And they're like, "Yeah, we love the woods." And I was like, (laughs) 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 it, "It works out," you know. Like, I don't know. We've, we've gotten this far, and I think that if you're going to try and pursue music, you have to get good with rejection, you know, pretty quick. Otherwise, you're just going to tank, you know. So, I don't know. Um, I've, I've been operating off of blind confidence for, like, <laughs> 10 years with music, just hoping that I don't suck. <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't know. Um, it, it was kind of a whim thing. Like we had talked about it, Gary, uh, from, from, uh, sound acres, he, you know, said you, you, you guys should shop this around so on and so forth. And again, I just had a kid. We're all super busy with just like our personal lives outside of Casper. And next thing you know, it's like July, then it's August and you're putting a record out in a month and you haven't shopped it around, you know? So that morning I was like still in bed and I was like, I'm going to shop this thing around right now. And I, I did. And, you know, Chris got back to us and uh, you know, we're, we're buddies with Saturdays at your place. Um, if they were, you know, if, if they weren't on no sleep, probably still would've, would have sent that email anyways, you know, but like it just seemed, cool to be on a label with with those dudes um you know they're 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 friends with us again and um they're just so good <laughs> they're so good um that oh go
2: ahead yeah, i saw them at first time seeing Saturdays at your place was it was our first downstage show too so and they opened that night and it's at the <laughs> it's, at, it's in luke's basement the irish goodbye and kalamazoo and then we got down there i didn't know really what to expect i'm like all right we had we had of course listened to them beforehand and we're like wow this is really good i was obsessed with coffee cups for like 3 months and uh, actually seeing them play the first time i'm like fuck
3: yeah that was like that was like our first look at like seeing like a uh, in our eyes like a real band right mm-hmm. we're like we heard everything about them tone songwriting covers like they uh what, what Oso Oso song did they play?
2: Oh, they did a, they did both of my favorite
3: songs. They did a
2: Goodbye, Old Love, Hello, New Friend by Oso Oso. And then they did yeah. a Girl Scout Cookies by Mom Jeans.
3: It was wild. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know, it, was, it was wild because they're, they're kind of a big deal now, you know. And uh, we're very proud of them. Um, but it was a weird show that we played that night. You know, like, I... I, I I don't know. I got I got I got pretty fucked up. And like, um, should we talk about the SWC, nick? We're gonna talk about the picnic. We're nick. not talking. Well, okay. it's too late.
1: we
3: don't talk. So we we don't
2: talk. I still work
3: there. But we uh okay. we 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 played our our company picnic. Off. Mine and mine and Kenny, <laughs> or me and Kenny, we work at a Plumbing and Heating Place. I got fired like two days ago. I'm not gonna lie. I did get fired <laughs> like two days ago. so. Kenny works at a plumbing and heating place
0: <laughs> that, that I
3: worked at up until two days ago. And um, yeah, they, they asked us to play our company picnic for like a bunch of like blue collar youper dudes. And like, it, uh, these are all of our coworkers. i had been there for, you know, going on a year. Kenny had only been there like a few months, but it was weird. I thought there was going to be like alcohol and stuff. But no, it was just like a, you know, sober as a judge fucking like company picnic in, our, in our parking lot <laughs> with like a mechanical bolt for some reason. It was <laughs> so strange. It was so strange and it was like raining and they had us play in like okay. a, in, in, like a bay where, where they put furnaces and like, you know, water heaters and stuff like that. And it was probably like like 15 feet long by like, like four feet deep. It was bad. And it was just a really strange experience. No one had fun that that, that day. Um, we're at that show. I had fun.
4: I'm like, I kind of had fun. I had fun. Yeah.
3: And like, they got to eat good food, too. Yeah. Like, I don't know, we, had a, just,
2: we had a taco truck.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty cool. But we did that. And then, like, that was weird. Played the show at Superior Cult. That, that was the crib. That was, that was the night where, was everybody, the
1: where
2: Mikey lost the stick. You lost yeah. the string. Pete lost the string.
3: But we, we we played at the crib and you know like the the aftershock of the the, the company picnic thing you know kind of like bled into this 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 next set later at night and like I was just like this is weird and like I I was just like I kept I kept drinking and I did not stop and um yep everyone broke strings uh, we like had a fat stinker yeah. It's like, <laughs> Thinker, yeah. And then I woke up the next morning and I was like, fuck <laughs> I was like, "Damn, dude!" Like, yesterday was crazy, and I was like, "You know, it'd be really crazy as if I just like started lighting off emails. I, I, I got a record deal, and then that happened. That literally happened, and here we are on you know, on Gears
0: of Pants. I mean, like they say, you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take and i mean it it worked like i know i get in that same mindset where i'm like trying to find bands to do the the show and i'm like they'll never be on they're just gonna say no i'm not even gonna send them an email they'll never be on i won't i won't send them an email and uh actually for you know taking meds put out their a new album uh, a little bit like i mean at the time this comes out about a month ago and uh i got like uh hit up by like a by someone or i found out about it and i was like yeah let's see how this fucking goes and i just sent that one and they responded back like within a couple hours and we're like yeah sounds great let us know when and i was like well uh i'm fucking i, I like i felt like i need to buy a lottery ticket like i felt so fucking good uh <laughs> yeah. that
3: day." you, you you're 100 percent right you know you're gonna miss every shot that you don't take
2: what's the beer count jason i'm
3: on two to be three. Might as well round that out. More beers, right?
0: Well, we're about to get to the beer segment. But before we get there, I just want to ask, I know we kind of talked about the, the new EP, Signing to No Sleep, uh, the upcoming uh, festival shows. But is there anything else that we might have missed about the Casper fight scene between music or just the band that uh, we haven't talked about?
4: I don't really think so. Is there anything? Um. Well, like lately, like we've had a lot of help, <clears throat> help from our friends Eric and Tanner as well. Yeah. And like Eric drives us to all our shows out of the van he lives in. <laughs> so like it's just a crazy time. And
3: yeah, we, we we brought Eric down to a show at the Goblin Zone in in June. And, like, the next morning, like, we woke up, and Eric was like, I want to go to every show. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, that was three months ago, and he just, like, and has. Has, yeah.
1: gone, has gone to every
2: show. We lo- he, his van is an old ambulance, so it's just giant. Oh, hell yeah. At the top as an ambulance, and he's he's got the whole thing just catered to his... his uh, full kitchen. His, full yeah, kitchen, full like kitchen. Living in the back... <laughs> We just, we just ride in that and we have just a crazy good time every time we go on the road.
3: Yeah, um, sometimes we can have a little bit too crazy of a time on the road. Um, we played Pugfest and on the way back, I think we spent like $94 on hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> we get we, we, Wienerlicious
2: at the bridge every time. Yeah, there's this really good hot dog shop at so there's we'll the Mackinac Bridge, right? Out. We go to, uh, it's called Wienerlicious. It's in Mackinac City. It's right before you hit the bridge, or is
4: it? It's after... right. It's, it's right when you get off the bridge going downstate. Yeah. So.
2: So and we we stopped at it literally every single time we crossed. <laughs> We're probably.
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna see if this will work. This yeah. is the building.
2: Yeah, it's got a giant like thirty to fifty foot hot dog on top of it, and it's just the it's just the
3: spot.
0: Does that work? oh yeah, yeah. yeah. dude that is fucking amazing
3: right so you have to stop right yeah you have to stop that's how they fucking get you man <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: it's six bucks a dog
3: but like it's it's delicious like yeah. all the food's just bomb they have like chili but the,
0: they're at out. least like different specialty hot dogs right of course yeah, yeah they, okay. they
3: have okay. where it's a where it's a, a a beer brat wrapped in uh maplewood
4: bacon on a brio roll they do like chicago dogs that's
2: that's my shows. go-to every time is the chicago dog yeah, i never do
3: it any different yeah.
0: well uh just so you guys know if you guys make it out to i think it's in the philly area um i sat down with a band called haunt dog from from there and they said that there is there is also another hot dog spot out there that has like a crazy menu as well i love that let's go oh, yeah
2: I'm big on the dogs. My hot dog count is actually
4: pretty low. I mean, we did have hot dogs last weekend.
2: Yeah, uh, but those were my
0: last hot dogs.
4: <laughs> we made it on, uh, hot dogs. We're on a budget. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but I know we talked about like the EP. We talked about you guys. Uh, but now we're going to kind of transition. We've been telling a lot of fun stories, and I want to get to there and just let you guys run wild with this. But this is obviously Beers with Bands Like I normally say, you don't have to be drinking on these episodes, but I know you guys are drinking some fine beverages in front of you. What are you drinking on this fine Thursday night?
3: I fucking knew this was going to come up. This Mar- marquette's own yeah should we both hold them up yeah. marquette's own 51k
2: from uh black rocks brewery here in marquette sponsor us so black
1: rocks, please
4: do <laughs> please, I, please. I need cases of that was it the grand, grand rabbits. rabbits i need, I need, rabbits, I need cases yeah. of grand rabbits for that's every how tour. Say, that's
2: how casper was born was me and jason drinking grand rabbits yeah it was bad <laughs> it
3: was like during lockdown and um like i i was working at a newspaper deemed not essential uh so i was just like at home doing nothing kenny was managing a music shop in iron mountain and um we uh we we were both just just doing a whole lot of nothing so we were like should we record some fucking some music and we did and 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 all of that was was fueled almost exclusively by by, by black rocks beer made in marquette michigan oh,
1: yeah.
3: um they uh they, they like have i'm sure like a different location but their their main headquarters is it's just like a big badass house um that they bought on third street which is like kind of a shopping area with like small businesses um mm-hmm. markets like small as it is but third street it's all again just like mom and pop shops you know and like 51k Black Rocks is a uh, I I don't know it's it, it feels like a mom and pop shop when you like walk into their brewery you know yeah. and like all their shit is super good and I think this is like seven point five percent alcohol, you drink seven percent, but you you drink like like six fifty one ks and like that's definitely, shouldn't yeah. drive a car <laughs> you know, like, I mean, you should probably yeah. not
0: drive a car after the first one if it's seven seven yeah, percent yeah yeah yeah
3: I would agree with that yeah. 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 I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I've ever actually drank six of these.
2: I have and it put me it put me out.
3: Was, <laughs> Can he die?
2: Yeah that, that, that was the uh, same time on the birth of the band where I was I was outside listening to music, sitting on the porch drinking beers. And uh yeah, I drank six of those and that was where I where I laid my head that night.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that is where I made my bed. <laughs>
0: yeah well uh you know that that ipa sounds delicious go ahead do it oh <laughs> so, so nice so crisp crispy, yeah. <laughs> uh no yeah those beers sound delicious uh it's i i've been that's one thing that's been all on my list is like we i'm in the twin cities we have so many breweries around of just hitting them up and being like hey i do this would you wanna donate? Uh, Cause again, it goes back to the, you miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take. And I haven't taken a single one of those. So maybe those emails will start going out. Maybe we'll get, we'll, if, we'll uh, freshen this up.
3: If, if there's beer that that you're passionate about down there, 100% send that email, you know?
0: Well, there is one, one uh, brand that I have sent multiple emails and yet I still drink their beer and they have never responded. And that is a uh, good old Pabst Blue Ribbon uh you know drinking that on tonight's episode. Uh still waiting still waiting on the feedback, Pabst. That's that's
2: <laughs> designated show beer for me. Always exactly Pabst. What
3: was I the mean, thing the... what was the thing that they had on Colbert? Didn't didn't PBR have some like crazy tweet that was on They've Colbert? they had
0: like I I don't know about the one that was on Colbert, but I know like I think it was mainly like over lockdown whoever had their their twitter was just going off like
3: all whoever, the time whoever it was I do remember that they that, that they were like friends <laughs> but they were like a part of like the the DIY emo community mm-hmm. um that's when Hot Mulligan got the P, the PBR. Yeah, they yeah. they had
0: the what was it was the 1776 case or some shit like that it yeah, was yeah. like a basically like a pallet of beer yeah
3: yeah and a few uh, I'm, I'm um, if you look at their instagram they have like a pool party that's photo shoot that's yeah. at, that's at our, that's that gary from sound acres that's in in his pool at his house oh, in okay. your, yeah it's pretty funny but uh, yeah like around that same time pbr tweeted and was like sober october question mark try eating ass or something like that. <laughs> yeah. like that and it ended up on colbert and then the guy who like who like got hot mulligan that plug got fired <laughs> that's so funny dude because like i don't know the fact that somebody who was tied to this community got into that position and like like was just given free reign of like right. er's twitter is just so insane to me well it's
0: so, it's also it's like uh wendy's twitter too like that one kind of gets uh unhinged and they they have to be someone in the music community like on the alternative to email side also because like they tweet about like they remember when they did all those roasts of like all like neck deep real friends and shit like that like it just it was great
3: pure gold yeah i'll i keep up with wendy's <laughs> on twitter every now and then just to see if anything pops up It's yeah. a must
4: follow account right I think they
0: like got so many like roast requests that they like finally just took a day and they're like, "This like specific day you can like DM us or like message us and we'll like that's our roast day. All (laughs) the other days are just like fuck off."
3: All right, I followed Wendy's on Twitter as well as Wendy's Canada. (laughs) (laughs) Wendy's Canada is followed by Wendy's.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for clarifying.
3: Breaking news: We're getting vinyl.
0: Dude, yeah, I wanted to to ask about that tonight. I know I saw No Sleep's tweet about like, hey, wouldn't it be sick if this is like on vinyl but so it is for sure happening?
3: I think so. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It is for sure happening. Chris from No Sleep Records. (laughs) (laughs) Right? No pressure now, man.
3: (laughs) What a leak. Um, I, I don't know. He like said something on Twitter and then I got excited said something to these guys in the group chat. And then today on Twitter, he was like, you know, reposting like we get vinyl, blah, blah, but I don't know. Be, it would be cool. Right. If, if that did happen. I mean, it'd
0: be, it'd be very sick and it's definitely, it would definitely be one that I would have to add to my list uh, of records to get. Um, I mean, what's your,
3: what's your most, what's your most, uh, most proud record that you own
0: uh i think my most proud one is uh i think it's a second pressing of counterparts is uh between the difference between hell and home i know it's the 10-year anniversary and they just uh released pre-orders for the 10-year but i haven't ordered one of those um other than that i think my other prized one would probably have to be um Turnstile's glow on. Uh, I was somehow able to get a first pressing, and that one made me very oh, happy really. that I was able to get that.
4: That's nuts, really. Yeah, that's, that's pretty fucking cool. I was late to the Turnstile party, but I'm I'm a huge fan it's of them. Beat, now. It's
2: all Pete and Nick play at uh, Oh yeah. Practice. if
4: if if, if uh, Kenny's tuning. Usually, me and Nick whip out a Turnstile riff it always happens. <laughs>
1: I'm just looking. <laughs>
3: damn it i uh I, I like i like skateboarding a lot and uh atiba jefferson is a very uh prominent um skateboard or skate, skate photographer he like shoots for the nba too yep but um uh, on instagram he uh i don't know just like constantly plugs turnstile too so like, it's pretty cool that they're like they're tied in with like the skate community you know
0: yeah it, it's crazy what what the, that band is like kinda in their mainstreamness, I know like all the hardcore kids are like, no, that's not cool that they went mainstream, but at the same time, like bridging this gap between hardcore into the mainstream is is wild that they were able to do that. Um and stoked for for them uh for being able to do that. One one record I feel like I'd really need to talk about uh that is also like on my prize possessions, uh in case he's listening, Ben Coten, if you're listening. Uh, such golds uh, i have their first two eps on on vinyl and it's very like that's the only band that i'm uh what is it uh i can't think of the words but i'm getting all the uh, variant collecting that specific band uh that that is my ride or die
3: that's so
4: cool i forgot about such gold they're from minnesota too right
0: no they're from uh uh rochester new york
4: new york i thought there was for some reason i
0: mean, I mean there, there is a rochester
4: in minnesota I'm pretty there, sure. is Ro- there is a Rochester. there
2: is. is oh
3: yeah yeah that's where the confusion is
4: yeah. <laughs> sure yeah know,
3: yeah. Yeah, um, I, I found out about them like i don't know probably like 10 years ago give or take um me and kenny we grew up in iron mountain and like pete and mike here are from escanaba um and that, I don't know, they're like small rural, you know, like blue-collar type areas, mm-hmm. mining towns. And mining towns, yeah. Um, but cultural lag is like a real thing, you know. And like, I don't know, pop punk, all that stuff. Story so far, Real Friends, Knuckle Puck, um, you know that state state champs. Yeah. I don't know. The list goes on, but all all, all that stuff like. You know, we we found out about in like 2015. I think it was a little earlier. A day. Little earlier, 2014, 2015, I would say. But you know, like at that time, <clears throat> that's when all this fifth wave stuff was also, you know, kind of like popping up. Yeah. And um, how did you find out about modern baseball? That was a it was a typo actually. Yeah. <laughs>
2: it's very very embarrassing
3: change the game i
2: was i was playing it i was playing this is a terrible song to admit that i was like searching for Nah, not really it's it's a good song but i was i was looking up your guardian angel by the red jumpsuit apparatus
3: shout out red jumpsuit (laughs) apparatus
2: and uh i spelled it wrong this is in like 2013 i was 18 and uh I mistyped it and somehow it came up as your graduation by modern baseball. I'm like, okay. And then there, there it was born. That would have been twenty fourteen then, because that's when that that album came out.
3: Doesn't
4: matter when it happened, as long as it happened, right? It
3: was it was around the same time when Taco Bell was it fucking was it Riot Fest? Yeah, there's a there's a cravings. Well now it's a cravings box.
2: I don't know what it was called back then, but Oh Feed the Beat. Yeah, they yeah. had all those yeah. bands on the top, and there's like, the front bottoms, and uh, modern baseball was yep. on there,
4: and like, Prince Daddy was on there one day. Yeah, I have, like, a, like, a, sure.
3: it probably doesn't exist anymore, but at that point, I was so excited to see that, but, like, I took a picture, and I was like, front bottoms are
1: on, you know,
3: yeah, the front bottoms and modern baseball, you know, like, I don't know, I'd, they were both kind of like we, we we did like the the metalcore like 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 thing, right? Everyone has
0: the metalcore phase, yeah.
3: Exactly, mm-hmm. like like we were seventeen in two thousand eleven. What do you want? <laughs> <out? Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, like we 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 did that, and I don't know. It's like everything got really overdone in that genre around that time, like two thousand thirteen ish, give or take. That point, like, I don't know, I was kind of bored with that stuff, and I think Kenny was too. And our 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 friend, uh Mike, his his brother Tom, shout out to the Normans. But <laughs> Tom Norman, he uh he he came over and he was like, You guys gotta check this out. And he put on twin size mattress by, by the
1: front Yeah, yeah by
3: the by the front bottoms. And um, that was kind of a game changer, right? Because like up until we saw the front bottoms. Like, everything that I was paying attention to musically, it was, like, synchronized headbangs and shit. You know what I mean? But then, like, the front bottoms come along, and I was like, look at these guys. Just fucking having a blast, wearing khaki shorts, fucking, you know, chilling. The Dab Religion audio. Audio tree t-shirt. Yeah, exactly. Dab Religion. Pure gold. But at, at, (laughs) at that point, like, I... I don't know. I, I saw that stuff. I saw MOBO and like I felt more comfortable you know just like writing music to have fun. It wasn't a serious thing anymore. It was just like this is this is the cool thing that, that you love to do so just have fun doing it you know. Yeah. Modern baseball just 100%. Just that light shining, shining through you know. Um, but like we found out about that stuff and then I don't know how I got onto the pure noise fucking like rabbit hole, but I might have been real friends. That either that either, loose ends video. Because
2: either them or Knuckle Puck. Because when we lived at that old house, that was pretty much it was cycled on repeat. It would be either real friends or Knuckle Puck was playing at the time.
3: All that, all that really real friend stuff, really, real real friend stuff is, I don't know, so good you know oh, yeah so good so good and like they they had a the little bit of emo e stuff you know a little bit of a little bit of noodley guitar they said the words american and football <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh they said it <laughs> yeah yeah um i don't know it was like around that time um got the same thing got sick of like the metalcore stuff found out about the front bottoms found out about pop punk and then all that kind of started to like bleed together you know started to like all just kind of started to sound the same to me Mm -hmm. Um, and then i found out about free throw yeah free throw yeah up dude yeah Yeah. um fuck i can't remember what what's the name of that
2: those days are gone those days
3: are gone That record mm. changed the game, dude, like like 100%. And that was, like, my first Spotify rabbit hole, too, where, like, I just, like, related artists, listened to it, related artists. Then I just did that for, like, three weeks straight. And, and, and I don't know. You know, things have just never been the same. <laughs> <laughs> they really haven't. You know, it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I, I still remember, like those initial moments finding all those bands free throw is also one of my favorite bands uh i, I think i've decided like my next tattoo is for sure gonna be a uh free throw that free throw tattoo sorry i'm also on beer four uh mm. so and i haven't eaten supper so hell yeah folks yeah.
3: Um, <laughs> my, gr- my partner made me eat dinner before i came down here it's like you're gonna drink six beers you're gonna come back all fucked up <laughs> like you better eat something
0: <laughs> she's not wrong I, yeah i was very close to making food and then i was like i was just like so in the zone like listening to everything and i was the next thing i knew i was like oh shit like we're starting in 10 minutes uh tight i'll deal with that later uh but it's not the first time and it's definitely not the last time that i'll do that because i do it pretty much every time but um but yeah it's it's cool to see what what influence you to get to to this point and you know kind of it kind of provides some like back uh back knowledge context to to this this uh ep uh which like i've said if anyone's listening and they haven't checked out haymaker yet go check that out go check out uh, good deal as well because it's still slaps and it's still super good but now we're going to kind of transition to the last half of the episode which is always my favorite part of the episode this is where we talk about some fun uh, stories from you guys' time of music, whether it's shows, tours, time recording. Um, as I normally say, they can be anything horrendous to tremendous or any adjective in between. Um, usually, like the way I like to think about it is talk about the stories that you guys always reminisce about. Those are usually the best stories that I love to hear.
4: I mean, you guys got so many stories. Lansing, going
3: off. You want, you want, you, okay. What are they, what are they oh, talking about? <laughs> I got the
4: stories.
3: Uh, you started. it. Kiefer's literally in there listing off just like I'm pretty sure a, a list of things to get at the grocery store right now. <laughs> <laughs> we have a group chat with like the bands from Lansing and it's just going off right now. I was like, what's happening? I look in there and it's like Kiefer plays in tournament and deer heretic but also runs the goblin zone and uh and 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 they're in there just what literally listing it? off like spaghetti sauce <laughs> <Eggs>. <laughs> a dozen eggs so they're
4: gonna look at it later and be like thank god i did this
3: <laughs> but, but, but yeah we, we got the stories you want you want like band stories you want you want not band stories? We got we got the stories. I mean, you got the Mikey's car in Philly.
1: All that. Let's talk
3: about it. that. Yeah, <laughs> boom, nailed it, <laughs> right off the <laughs> rip. Okay, so um, one we don't have a van. Uh, our buddy Eric that Kenny was talking about, uh, he's he's been gracious enough to, to uh, you know, you know, bring us to these shows now. Um, right. where before we were having to do like a like a caravan thing, where. By the grace of of God, we would hope that there would be somebody with like cargo space where they have a vehicle that could fit amps. Um, but if not, we were forced to use Mikey's Chevy Spark, which is, you know, in comparison, I would say
4: Chevy's Prius almost like that close, yeah. smaller, smaller. Yeah, it's like Chevy's Honda Fit there we go yeah. That's,
3: yeah
0: that's a good analogy
4: which like again <clears throat> jason's not a small
3: guy we have gear you know like down to like what 610 yeah 6-9 but thank you
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so like we we did like pretty much every gig up until these shows in june in mikey's fucking little chevy spark and uh, we went out to New Jersey to record Haymaker with Gary at Sound Acres with, uh, with, with Mikey's fucking Chevy Spark, his, his, little, his little pride and joy, you know? Mikey's adorable. Mikey's not here. Let's talk about Mikey. Can we talk about Mikey real quick? <laughs> yeah. Mikey's adorable, dude. Like, the kid works at fucking Walmart, right? He gets a break. Like, the kid keeps an acoustic guitar in his car. Just to like work on stuff while he's on his break. He brings his he brings his drumsticks and his and his practice pad, just to, like work on rudiments. It's wild. It's insane. Cause <laughs> like me? Yeah. Never. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already like, eating on my break. Like,
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, I'm like, um, yeah, that that's our Mikey. I wish he was here. Mikey's yeah. at a wedding, like I said earlier. Um, we we have a uh um
4: Shout out Mike.
3: Shout out Mike. love Mike, there he is. Um but uh we, we have a uh, an alter ego for for Mikey, which I wish he was here enjoying these beers on this show. Um it goes by the name of Prison Mike. And uh Mikey will get, you know, just about blackout drunk and and that's that that's what we call we call Prison Mike cuz like you know like you'll you'll like Bump elbows like shoulders with him, and you're like, you're his best buddy, right? Like, like, like yeah. you're playing hand with him. <laughs> you <laughs> you brush shoulders Prison Mike, like you turns around, is like, fuck you up. <laughs>
1: and like, yeah,
3: oh, I love him so much. Anywho, his spark.
4: Back to the Philly. Back
3: back to the Philly thing. We we took the spark out there. Um, like like Gary is closer to Philadelphia than like he is to NYC. Mm-hmm. Um so like we went out and recorded, had fun, like made a good record, and we, we planned it around this time so that we could use Saint St. Patty's Day in Philly that Friday. Unfortunately, we were all broke. so 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 we we went we did like tourist shit during the day instead and we were just gonna hightail it back to michigan and um if you watch it's always sunny in philadelphia you'll see like the the market street bridge yep that's where we parked mikey's fucking car right i'm like i i do have long arms but even still i could like reach out and touch like a like a parking meter there were no identified spots for parking. There were no lines. No
2: lines. No lines. No, Not line, in sight. no line or sign that says, hey, don't park here. Nope. Or any kind of there was a there was a there was somebody pulling out of that spot as we pulled in. Mm-hmm. And yep. uh, so then we parked there and we go to Independence Hall. Yep. We're doing tourist stuff. We're just having a jolly time. Just, just walking
3: around. We did like a lap around Independence Hall. Anywho.
0: <coughs> All right. So you guys well, just parked are- on the bridge, uh, and you're not allowed to park there. But then you guys went to Independence Hall.
3: Yeah, there was no fucking there. There there wasn't there wasn't one single sign that said that we couldn't park there. And like, <coughs> I, I I I timed it based on like the text messages that I was sending my partner, right? Where I was like, we just got out of the car, walking. Blah blah blah. We went. We did a lap around Independence Hall, and then like. Went back to find our car so that we could go to the JFK Park, um, which is like a skate spot, and then do the 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 rocky stairs. And I'm all excited, right? I'm stoked. I'm like googling addresses and shit. And then Zach, our our, our old bass player, he says, "Hey, uh, where's the car?" <laughs> oh and i was like, <laughs> <laughs> like the ptsd and then like i was like maybe we parked further down so i just like walked all the way up and down the market street bridge and like by the time i got back down to the bottom i was like nope walk back one more time and then i was just like crazy man walking back and forth at that point and like everyone thinks the car is stolen i'm like we don't know that I went to call the Philadelphia police. Um, We are, again, from the UP, the woods. There are two police stations in Marquette, the Marquette police, and then the state police. And that's it. As it turns out in Philadelphia, there's like seven police stations. (laughs) There's seven phone numbers that I had to call. (laughs) I was like, someone has to know where this car is. Otherwise, it is stolen. So... I'm on the phone with, like, the third police station in Philadelphia, and then a cop just, like, was cruising by, and so we waved him down, and he was, like, a fucking, like, a Philly fucking (laughs) police officer. (laughs) (laughs) We we couldn't understand what he was saying, and, like, he, he, like, he refused to talk to anyone besides Mikey, because Mikey was the owner of the car. And like Mikey couldn't understand what he was saying, and kept on asking questions. And the cop was like getting frustrated with Mikey. He's like, "What color blue is your fucking car?" <laughs> and Mikey's like, "It's blue. I don't know." <laughs> so they figure it out, and he uh, he the, the officer goes on to inform us that um, our car was was with the the Philadelphia Parking Authority um, in South Philadelphia. We got to get a fucking cab all the way across town. And like, we're almost to our destination and we get cut off by another cab from the exact same cab company that stops this cab that we're already in. And it was like, roll your windows down. So we did. And he's like, you guys looking for a cab? We're like <laughs> literally we're sitting right, in, a right in a cab. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly what Zach said. He's like, bro, we're in a cab. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then, shout out bruno shout, shout out bruno driver, yeah Br- bruno was good okay. people um but the the, the cab driver the, the, the cab service didn't take cards we didn't have cash and so like we went to use one atm and it didn't work like it was broken. So we had to have the cab driver bring us to another ATM, which also didn't work. Yeah, we so we went to like a, a third. A to ATM <laughs> so we can pay for an initial yeah. cab. So, so like we, we, we finally pay the, the, the cab driver, you know, we're like, we dab him up and shit. Like, you know, we, 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 we built a relationship with this cab driver. Yeah. We're talking <laughs> about like fucking 30 minutes in the back of this cab with this guy. <laughs> so he's like, you guys are good people. Good luck out there, and we're like, hell yeah, you too, Bruno. You know, whatever. And uh we get there. Come to find out, Mikey says nothing about this prior to us getting to the Philadelphia Parking Authority, but Mikey doesn't have proof of insurance or proof of registration. Bless, his
1: beautiful <sighs> Bless that
3: that that beautiful soul, our Mikey. Okay, so like. <laughs> I then had to like explain to Mikey that you can get these things online and he didn't understand what I meant by that. <laughs>
1: it was just, like, crazy. I love Mikey.
3: So like me and Zach like like found like his registration online and he worked with like a mom and pop insurance company for his car from Escanaba in the UP. So like I had to call this fucking insurance office in Escanaba. And, like, talk to them be like, hi, I'm calling on behalf of my friend, Mikey
1: McGaffey.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Group of insurance. Our car got towed in Philadelphia. She's like, are you serious? (laughs) (laughs) So dumb, dude. Then we, like, we sat there for, like, two hours, like, waiting for Mikey to, like, get his car out of the impound. Cost us 200 bucks. And then, like, in the two hours that we're waiting there, this, like. This, this this lady walked up who, like, clearly also had her car get towed, and she's, like, also got, like, a crazy thick Philly accent. She's like, what, they get you a car, too? <laughs> and we're like, we're like, yeah, she's like, fuck the PPA, motherfuckers! <laughs> and then, like, did, like, a double middle fingers, like, at the street. Not to us, but, like, just to the... Just, just,
4: the Philly. just, to, <laughs> yeah, just to Philly. just a Philly.
3: Yeah, and then like Mikey's got a great or <laughs> Kenny's got a great picture of like Mikey returning with the car like hours later. And then like I haven't met a cigarette smoker in a long time. Um, but it was like five o'clock by the time that we got our car out of impound. And then we had to drive from Philly back to Marquette, Michigan, which is about 16, 17 hours. And um it's like eleven. Isn't it? I, I thought it was more than that. <laughs> I could be wrong. I might be exaggerating, it might just seem like it was that long but either way like zach drove out of in, in the spark zach drove out of out of pennsylvania once we hit the ohio border he had me drive and the night before we wrapped up recording and now we had the mixes same thing is good deal fucking i just listened to that shit on a loop for like five hours didn't sleep at all the shit happens in philly and um is that the picture yeah. yeah. Um, but the shit happens in Philly and then I have to drive for like six hours afterwards. And at this point it's like 8 30 at night and I'm running on two hours of sleep. Right. So, so I drank like five bang energy drinks and I counted I recipe,
2: recipe for disaster. It got, yeah. us, it got us there.
3: Mm-hmm. It got us there. It was a combination of those bang energy drinks and then 16 Marlboro <laughs> full flavored cigarettes over <laughs> over a, a five hour span. Yeah, my lungs will never be the same. It was horrible. But we like we got back to Detroit and we again crashed at Zuby's house. Yeah, that was like our, our halfway spot, same dude that we stayed with before. And um I, I don't know, we like there's like a 7 Eleven by his house and we we're getting food and stuff, and like I was so exhausted that I had to have Kenny buy my food for me because I was like about to like fall over waiting in line to pay. It was it was a nightmare
2: probably won't make out Mikey but just to put a bow on the story there this is Mikey in at the PPA and the Chevy Spark that we we toured in
0: oh my god How yeah. was that even possible
3: it's <laughs> fucking not
0: yeah I, I'm yeah.
4: so happy I wasn't <laughs> around
0: for that
2: you can't you can't, <laughs> you can't you can't see it in the picture either but Mikey also has one headlight missing or not headlock, um, mirror, mirror rear view mirror the one on his passenger
4: side is just gone oh, that being gone is a story in itself yeah, it's, that's, 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 not that's not for me to tell. that's a Mikey yeah. story, yeah, that's that's a Mike a, story. <laughs> so when <laughs> we do
0: the when we do this for the lp1 then we'll, yeah. we'll we'll have to remember to have Mikey tell that story
3: yep 100% he's pissed. you my mirror you have to bring it up <laughs> Yeah, All bring
1: right. it up. It
3: can't be us. It can't be us or the band will break up. So Michael,
0: right, hold on. Let me write that down real quick.
3: Yeah. yeah the, right.
0: the
1: spark
4: mirror. What All happened right. to your mirror? <laughs> it's no, with that, <laughs>
0: but that's crazy. Like, because obviously you're going to go record in the studio. What of your own instruments did you take? Did you guys just take your, your guitars and the, didn't even take those?
2: I took my guitar and my pedal board.
0: Did, did you use them?
2: No.
1: <laughs>
0: But you still you still had to shove it in that small car. Plus, you know, there's four people, everyone's bags. Like that's yeah, that'd be a cramped cramped time.
2: Just sitting between me me and Zach. Well, Zach drove most of the time. Yeah, Zach so. drove most
1: of the time. Yeah,
3: yeah. I don't know. Like Gary Gary, <laughs> Gary sent us his his gear list of what he had for us to use out there, and we were limited with space. So at that point, like he had basically the more badass Version of everything that we use. (laughs) So, so we just, we 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 just, you know, kind of relied on Gary for gear, but it worked out good. Um, Haymaker and Good Deal, actually, right? Was Good Deal on a Les Paul?
4: Uh, Tyler, yeah, he had a Les. Yeah, yeah, there's a picture of you with a Les Paul. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. which is
3: funny. I guess I'm a Gibson guy. Uh, both, both Haymaker and Good Deal, as far as my parts are concerned. We're, we're both recorded on, on Les Pauls. Um, yeah, it's just funny. I might have to go to Les Paul now.
2: Do it. do it. You should have talked to me like two years ago. before. Drop,
3: drop five grand.
2: Yeah. You can get one for like 600 bucks. It not have to be a
3: Gibson. That's true. But if it was a Gibson?
4: <laughs> what if it was? Yeah. Let's take out a small loan for a guitar. Why don't you get it? written but like one of their Gibson-style guitars. I was I I I thought about that actually. Yeah, yeah. Because I've been told they play like they like it's a nice hybrid between the two. A lot of their models. What are you doing, Jason? Yeah, what? Yeah, what's so important? What's so important? Huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm share to class? Yeah, share to class. Yeah, <laughs>
3: uh, it's the group chat. All right, I don't know where to start. Okay, so I said, on a podcast right now, should I say something dumb? Kiefer says, hard-boiled eggs, scrambled eggs, corn nuts. <laughs> Kenny have no idea I'm talking in here right now. Hey, <laughs> vegan shut <lol> made <laughs> shout, out, shout out the Boyfriends group chat. That was a request. I'm trying to
4: think of any other of stories we've had recently. Recently, I
3: don't know. I mean, you're talking about Pug Fest, we could,
4: there's yeah, pot,
3: we We're can talk about Pug Fest. Fest. Yeah, yeah. Pug Fest is cool. are, are you familiar with Pugfest?
0: I, I am. Uh, I think I'm friends with someone that helped organize it, and then I, you know, saw that also had a pretty stacked lineup, uh, for this yeah. year's too. So,
3: yeah, they went, they, they went all out. It was it was pretty cool because like I don't know like Charmers from Marquette you know so like those guys like 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 Dave Neil and like Zach they're they're very much just like Dave Neil and Zach they're they're you know our buddies but Prince Daddy Oso Oso and like these other bands Carly Cosgrove you know they're like I've been tripping on them for like a while I I don't know like 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 Kenny. Kenny didn't have so much of this issue, but 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 I was like kind of starstruck, you know, like I love Prince Daddy, and I saw like Corey, and I was like I could, I could walk up to him and say hi, but like I feel like I'm gonna throw up.
0: <laughs> oh yeah,
3: yeah. Kenny met uh, Jay from also though. I think way
1: right?
2: too, way too drunk when it happened. I was <laughs> like, I'm not sure that helped. Shout, out, shout out Doug, from former, former critics. Yeah. He's, he was my guy that night. He just had all the whole setup in his car. He had beer. He had snacks. I was, I was talking to Doug all day. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, so after our set, of course, I decided I'm having fun. So I started throwing back the beers. And then, yeah, I ran into Jade from Oso Oso twice, where I went, uh, first time I was, I was less drunk, still more coherent than anything. And I'm like, hey, man, you got some of my favorite songs ever. And he <laughs> went, thank you, man. And that was cool, but then I came across him again, like post Oso set, where that time I was a, I was a, I was a little drunk at that point. I have I cannot recollect what we talked about, but it was a good experience. It was
1: a very very nice person.
3: You talk about meeting like your you know like 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 like, like your your heroes, whatever you know. You, yeah. I don't I don't know. I just love to think about like 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 Kenny having that that experience but also like being like like seven beers deep
4: <laughs> it, it was it was really cool that we got to play a set and then like it was awesome and then we all got to like just watch the festival and have like our own experiences for the rest of it. yeah and it like sweet
3: the way that the crowfoot is set up it has like a balcony area that that borders the the main room so like that's where everyone had their merch set up and it was it was pretty cool because it like was exclusively bands that I really like and really respect. But their their merch was like set up like a fucking science fair. So like you could you could walk up and and, and talk to whoever, you know, like like the whole the whole show, the whole time. It was it was so, so sick. It was so sick. Yeah. I would I would probably say that was that was one of the coolest experiences I've had playing music, no doubt. It, it
2: it was really cool for me because it was like we played this set. We were in uh the burner's room, which there was there was a handful of stages at the Crowfoot. There's the main stage, the pike room, then the burners room. And so my experience was we played a set in the burners room and then I just would go be able to check out just an endless wave of like cool bands and there was always a band going on. So it was it was oh, yeah. It was it was it was an awesome experience.
4: Yeah, they had it set up to where like so there's the main stage in the ballroom and then like you could take this hallway down to where we played the Verners room and um they had like staggering sets between the main room and the Verners room of like the emo bands and then there was like hardcore bands playing upstairs in the Pike room like just all the time. So like oh, there's always something to like go see. It was it was really cool.
3: Really cool the whole time. Oh yeah.
4: Just like not just a whole day of
3: fun. Yeah. Yeah. Fun and I beer. didn't I didn't know that there was like free beers for the band.
4: <laughs> it's like nine o'clock. I was like I'm I'm <laughs> fucking dumb.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, I, was, I, was by, I was the whole night. Me and Mikey went up to like the green room after discovering that it existed.
3: Oh and yeah. then uh Seven hours there, after us being there, they go up to the green room. Oh, I didn't
1: geez. know there
3: was I was I was I was getting I was getting Labatt's blue off the of bug. Yeah, we like Again, I didn't know there was a green room, so like I walked to like a sketchy, like liquor store. We all did. We all walked to like a sketchy liquor store. That was like a quarter mile away from the Crowfoot in Pontiac, Michigan. Mm-hmm. And I got these Bahama Mama, Bahama Mama. <laughs> I love saying that so much. Yeah, we had to all like drink our
4: drinks outside, <laughs> yeah. when we went back in.
0: <laughs> uh, but uh,
3: this, is, this is my favorite punk fest story. <laughs> <laughs> so we get these bahama mama malt liquor fucking cocktail things that are like 11% alcohol but they're like gravy thick they were disgusting but potent and um we parked our van like by other vans that were parked by this like event uh abandoned parking garage right mm. And like there's like the the drop down chain thing to stop cars from going in. So we couldn't go in there, but somebody clearly like put a hole in like the door chain where like there was, I'm not kidding, dude. There was probably 150 to 250 like like whip (laughs) it canister things. Like like just like the bullet things that were just like piled up in this parking garage. like so it's like fucking 3 30 in the afternoon <laughs> it might have been later than that but we're outside behind the van like drinking our margarita bahama mama things and i see like the dude from like carly cosgrove with their van in their trailer like trying to find a place to park and i was like hey hold on one second and Eric, our, our buddy that we've been talking about, I was like, if it, we don't have a trailer, so you can park your van here where there was like a little, you know, like sidewalk thing that was jetting out. And I was like, you can park in front of that, and then he can park next to us. And so that's what we did, right? And I, I stopped dude from Carly Cosgrove. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you can park right here. Just hang on one second. And like, we're from the UP, you know, which is basically Canada. We have accents. It's okay. Half Wisconsin, half Canada. Half Wisconsin, half Canada. It's a great way to describe the UP, but a very common phrase up here is, oh, fuck yeah, bud, (laughs) which is a very Canadian thing to say. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, "Oh, yeah. yeah, (laughs) So, like, I'm hammered. (laughs) Carly Gosgrove is like, kind of back in their van, and I'm, like, backing in the dude from Carly Cosgrove, just, like, drunk on Bahama Mamas. <laughs> like, oh, fuck yeah, bud. I said like, seven <laughs> oh, times, right? just, in, Oh, you, keep you it coming. Oh, fuck rude, yeah. Like a fucking episode of Kenny and shit. <laughs> fucking um, van gets pulled in, and then my partner, Summer, was, like, talking to the dude from Carly Cosgrove, and you know, they got to talk about drinking, and the dude from Carly Cosgrove is like, you know, I, I, I try not to drink on tour. And Summer asks, Oh, is that because you have to drive? And he's like, No, it's because of vocal health. And then she said that, like, they, they well, look, do she said that they looked over at us behind the van and I just had like two Bahama Mamas above <laughs> and, <I was> like, <laughs> and I was like, Ah. <laughs> they're,
1: they're are some that's
3: that's 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 my favorite you know interaction with pug fest for sure I just picture that like from far away like like clients or it's like me to Eric' <laughs> uh, <coughs> pure gold pug was great it
4: was.
3: yeah I agree you know like there, there probably is some some light to you know like like maybe not drinking six beers a night when you're on tour you know
2: well yeah I stopped doing it because Thank you, of that, Mike. that same exact reason. Because like, I'll I'll drink. I I learned it because I'd had two singular beers when we did that last tour, and after the drive, I just had no voice whatsoever, and I was trying to go light. I had two beers, but then the whole way down, no voice, and I'm trying every trick in the book. You know, tea, honey, drinking straight honey, drinking hot tea with honey in it, and got to the show and just nothing. So then I tried not drinking for like the next weekend and had a voice every night. I'm like, wow, I might be on to
0: something here. In my defense, I, I i didn't play anything in the band. I just drove every other day and sold merch. So I was I didn't give a shit. I was like, I'm gonna drink. Uh oh, but I but I did keep since I did like kind of TMing for my for the band, I basically kept the band to a two drink limit. Uh, before mm-hmm. they played. After they played, I didn't give a shit. But before they played, because I knew that they could get super sloppy. Because um, mm-hmm. we were also like in Iowa, we were in that time, in that era, we were the drinking band. So if we were showing up, we were already coming correct and then ready to go even more if needed. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, like I was saying earlier, sometimes we can have a little bit too much fun, spend $90 on hot dogs. Uh, we, we we brought aboard our, our buddy Tanner uh for this specific reason and uh it's to mitigate the money we spend on hot dogs. Specifically <laughs> <laughs> hot dogs. <Tanner's,
2: laughs> he's just he's just a band dad. Yeah, yeah but, Tanner's um, basically
4: our manager.
3: But yeah. Yeah. Tanner's our manager. I'll say that. Deal with it,
4: Tanner. Deal with it, Tanner. Yeah. Tannager. Take that, Tannager. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Um, But uh, we we played at the Goblin Zone uh, for a release show this past weekend. And um, again, historically speaking, I get to a gig. I'm all hyped up. I'm like, let's drink some beers. Have a good time. Yeah. That show, I mitigated myself to exactly two beers until we played. Yeah. And that was due 100% to Tanner. Also being like, hey, man. Why don't we keep it down to like two beers <laughs> versus like six before you get up? Right. Yeah. It's it's, it's tough because like we're uh I don't know, like in, in Marquette, we, we close shows, but downstate there's usually like you know, like your your final boss fight or your no problemo <laughs> that will close out a a, a show. And um like you, you you get to like that that last set you know and then like that's 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 three sets prior to us getting up there where like i can actually just like let loose and have fun you know Mm -hmm. and it's definitely a control thing i would say because like the way i do vocals i need to kind of pay attention to what i'm doing otherwise either a it's gonna sound like dog shit or B, I'm gonna fuck my voice up for like the next show the next night, and that's something that I've been pretty pretty chronic with doing, you know. So like,
2: Tanner is like the voice of reason. The voice of reason.
3: Um, <laughs> both of both of these these fellows played in a band called Royce Park, and uh, Tanner played bass in Royce Park, and we went out on a weekender, Casper and Royce that was when good deal came out that was when good that was that was,
2: yeah. the, that was the beginning of that, it all that, that was. was that was when that you guys was.
4: met all the lansing crew
2: yeah that was the first uh, the hobbit hole how beautiful
1: <laughs> full
2: yeah. circle. That full was, circle was, that, was, that was royce's last tour yeah and yeah. then the, the phoenix that came out
1: yep.
3: yep um but tanner that that whole trip was like so adamant was like guys we're gonna be late we're spending too much money.
4: <laughs> Where's our gear? Where? Tune before every song. Does everyone have patch cables? Is everyone in tune? Have you eaten today? Exactly. <laughs> we're like, God,
3: Tanner, shut up. You know. But like, no, but like now, now, like we we signed with no sleep. I, at that point, I was like, okay, we're we're gonna get busier. You know, like like we all agreed that like shit needs to become a little less casual, I guess, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, Tanner is, is is a very reliable voice of reason that we all trust. Yeah. That like, we know just like genuinely has like our best interest out. Like that's what, that's what Tanner's looking for at the end of the day, you know? So like, with what you're saying with like the, you know, like I, I was just there to like sell merch but like I was like, hey, maybe we well, should like
0: drink things. So as much as I, I I made it seem like I was laid back, I was also like Tanner, where I was kind of like, hey, we're far behind. Like we need to fucking get there and all that stuff. But it's awesome that you guys found and kept that connection. So Tanner can keep doing that as you're as you're saying, like you know, this things are getting a little bit more real, more busy, more. You need someone to kind of fill that dad responsibility void. yeah
4: I I think after, like, our first weekend there together, I was like, maybe Tanner was bright, Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. I I, I don't know, like, I I couldn't tell you how much money we've made with, like, selling t-shirts and, like, tapes, you know, over 2023, like, I really wouldn't be able to tell you. And that's not great when, you know, you're, like, you're looking at making things a little bit more legit more legit and um <clears throat> i don't know i just i'll be 100 percent real with you i just don't have the, the the attention span or wherewithal to fucking like write down how many shirts we've sold at this show you know like
2: tanner shows up with a binder and size counts
1: and like calculators
3: <laughs> He's got a full-on cash register
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah you like I, I don't know we're we're we brought him down here to talk about this stuff. And like before we even got to like talking about Casper, Tanner like already like was boasting about like the itinerary that he put together <laughs> for like his trip to the Wisconsin Dells with his girlfriend Jamie. <laughs> and I was, like,
1: sign him up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, like, I, I don't know, just like immediately just like really good ideas where he's like, I don't know, we should, yeah. we, we should get like a schedule together so that like, these two also play in a very good band called Small Comforts. And uh, Mikey plays in another really good band called Pastel Curbside, you know, and like both all three at Curbside, Casper, Small Comforts, like we're all really busy. And we've constantly relied on like memory to <laughs> so, like remember when like all of us have shows, and it's just not worked out, you know, <laughs> at all. And Tanner's like, you know, they make this app called Time Tree.
1: We
2: were, we were on it at one point. It was, yeah, it but was like Tanner's idea to get back into it. Yeah, it was... but like
3: we, we didn't we didn't use it, and I never once thought of that. Where I was like, how do I make everyone aware of what's going on, you know? And Tanner's like, why don't we just use the Time Tree app that we used like two years ago? Son of a bitch. Hey, why did I think of that? <laughs> I have
1: to
3: pee now. Whatever, dude. Whatever, bro. Whatever. Talk about tube
4: screamers. Tube screamers? <laughs> uh, rig rundown with Pete. Dude, yeah. I saw there's dude. I <laughs> dude, I saw there's a there's a they make a tube screamer for bass. And I think that's the overdrive I wanna get. But I don't wanna spend too much on it because I'm a broke boy, but I don't know. We'll see. Dane told me to get a soul food, so I might get that. Shout out, Dane. I know nothing about bass gear. I was a guitarist all my life, so I'm pretty. Yeah, new to, I'm pretty new to the bass scene.
0: Peach is gonna. What made you switch over?
4: So the need, but you can go.
2: Oh no. Um. <laughs> uh, basically, when Royce uh stopped being a thing, I was. It's also the birth of Small Comforts of the yeah. story, but um. I was looking for stuff to do because we were playing and Ca- Pete wasn't in Casper yet. I was in Casper, but I get bored really easy. So I constantly need stuff to do. So with that other band void, just sitting there, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta do something else. And then, uh, so I started working up another project, just calling my friends, being like, Hey, you want to, you want to make a record, do something. And then I called Pete immediately. Cause Pete's just an absolute ripper. Any- anything you give him, he just it's magic. And uh, <laughs> but I asked Pete to play bass, which was probably out of his comfort zone at the time. But and then he agreed, and then yeah, that was kind of where small comfort started. And then that's where Pete became a bass god.
4: Bass is so fun, dude. <laughs> I love it. It's 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 like different too, because like I don't know, like I've only played guitar and like lead mostly, so like. Most of my stuff has been like, like color. Like if you think of a cake, like I've always been the frosting. Now, like I'm the cake. Like I got to match yeah. with the drummer and like, I can feel yeah. what I'm fucking playing in my legs. And like, if I fuck up, you're going to notice way easier than like the guitar player and get a, stuff. you the
2: like, turkey and the turkey dog instead of the ketchup. Yeah, I
4: guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah right. It's just like a whole new like world for me. It's like makes it even more fun, I guess.
2: Royce Park references.
4: But I know nothing about base pedal gear. I, I'm I'm using completely borrowed gear on this whole run so far. I I need to build my own fucking base pedal board. He's
2: Jimi Hendrixing <laughs> it right
4: now. He doesn't even have a board. Yeah, 100 <laughs> percent I was borrowing a base. I'm still borrowing one, but now a different one. <laughs> oh yeah. And it's been a it's been a mess. Jeez. What yeah, that's what made me play bass, to answer your question, is like there was voice, I guess, that needed it.
0: Yeah. I feel like a lot of people that – I maybe not a lot of people, but I feel like there's a few people that I know that also play bass that it's more just like, oh, there was just no one else that could play – that was available to play bass. It doesn't
4: get talked about, but I would, I would place money that half the bassists in the world – like probably were thrust into position because of that, or like there was just a need for it, and someone had to do it. You know what I mean? Because yep. <laughs> so, so. like I don't know. When you think about it, like when you're young, no one wants to do it, but like I think I like it more now. Like just like as you like realize the role it has in the band, it's it's completely different. 100%. It's a it's a
2: deceptively hard instrument. Like because yeah. you growing up they're all like oh if you know how to play guitar you know how to play bass but then you actually get into the meat of playing bass and it's a it's a very hard instrument to actually like and it's high stakes where like noodling on guitar you know i can miss a few notes and nobody really notices if you miss miss a bass note everybody hears that
4: everybody's like oh oh, (laughs) sour
0: (laughs) i don't think i've talked about this on the on the podcast but there was a time where uh my friends We were all going on tour. I was, I was. It's the band that I always tamed for, but their bass player was like quitting and dropping out like halfway through the tour, and so like we knew that going into tour that he was just gonna dip out and and whatever. So I was like, I'll try and learn bass, and I tried to give myself (laughs) like a month to learn like six songs, and I maybe got like a song or like half a song down because it's like you said it's. I mean, especially never playing a string instrument, it was difficult to get into it, and then also try and memorize already pre-written music. Um, Thankfully, someone else stepped in and joined (laughs) the last half of that tour, so I didn't have to do that. Uh, But that, yeah, was as close as I've ever gotten to actually playing in a band.
4: Word, hell yeah, hell yeah. I mean, at least you're like dedicated. You know, like you're 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 willing to step in and like every band needs that.
2: Oh yeah. I I wanna play bass in a band to be honest. Whenever we do the, the Royce switch ups, every year and there we we bring back some Royce Park songs every year and there and I just hop on bass and uh makes me want to play bass in the band. Yeah, It's very, it's very fun. Yeah, yeah we can
4: we can throw some together with the with the little time we have. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he's good. He's just gonna crack another beer is all.
0: What do you got? Our, what do you got now? Know, we yeah. Have a yeah. What do you got
4: now? <laughs> is that not beer? oh uh, yeah.
3: Uh, so we we practice in the basement of a tattoo shop. Shout out Sacred Tattoos. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they had like a Labor Day thing. Cause like they, they just they, yeah. <laughs> <things>. <laughs> The like copious amounts of beer in the fridge and and like this this is a citrus. Squall. Okay. Um,
1: <laughs> Hell yeah. it's so it's like,
4: from Michigan. So like two or whatever. Dogfish head. Dogfish head. Yeah. The cam looks cool.
2: Before? I have to tell the one story from the last uh from the last little weekender. Where we got berated by an entire flock of seagulls. It's from fucking Boston.
4: It's from Boston. It's from fucking Boston. <laughs> What's the story with the Seagulls, Ken?
2: No, was re- remember when we got berated by the Seagulls over the past weekend.
4: What are the Seagulls doing this year? Seagulls? Yeah. Like a Seahawks. A Seahawks? Sorry. I don't know. I'm gonna need a clip of that. <laughs> But we stopped.
2: At, we stopped uh, on the way to the Goblin Zone because this time we were nice and uh, like cost efficient. We didn't stop at Wienerlicious. We didn't spend like thirty bucks on hot dogs. We had we brought s- our
3: own wieners. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but we brought we brought like sandwiches and like sandwich meat and all court, sorts of food, and we posted up right before the Mackinac Bridge, and we sat in this really pretty spot. And uh, Mikey, our Our dear friend, Mikey, he dropped a piece of uh, bread on the ground and fucking said nothing. (laughs) Fucking said
1: nothing. (laughs) That's so insane.
2: There's there's probably 50 to 60 seagulls in our nearby area. We're just sitting outside the van next to the lake, you know, just enjoying enjoying our lunch, getting ready to go across the bridge. And Mikey drops this piece of bread. None of us know about it. And, before, and then before we know it, we are just being swarmed by seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, we're on
3: lunch meat in fucking Eric's band. <laughs> There's like salami on the ground, I'm like,
1: what?
0: That's like such a slick like villain maneuver. Is like, it not? Oh. <laughs> Thank you so much for saying off. that.
2: He's yeah. like Alter ego, secret
3: villain. <laughs> you know, Mikey likes to play cute,
1: okay? (laughs) And
3: I'll admit, he's adorable. (laughs) But that's a goddamn ploy. (laughs) He grew up in Escanaba. You know, like, the kid, I watched it happen. I, like, came dangerously close to, like, having it on camera even. Like, I literally put my phone down, like, two seconds before. And, like, I watched Mikey, like, make full eye contact with a piece of bread on the ground and then think about it and go nah, fucking. <laughs> 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 then he just like walk towards Jane. <laughs> so funny,
4: wow. pure gold, Michael. Yeah,
3: I'm but a- I, I will say that like with trying not to spend ninety dollars in hot dogs, you know, we're we're trying to look at the experience of like we live in Michigan, you know, like there's like. Five fucking like five million places where you could just like stop and have lunch, you know. And like there's grills everywhere. You can just easily make hot dogs like at a park and just like have a good time for ten dollars for everyone to eat versus, versus literally ninety. Yeah, there's. Imagine if we would have stopped that we were delicious on this on this trip. Not I think, happening. I, think, yeah. I, I don't think Tanner
4: would have talked to us the rest of the trip. I don't think he would. have left <laughs> them Tanner, Tanner would have left you. I'm you out. made, made you ride in
3: the van. Yeah, Tanner. Tanner was not not feeling very wienerlicious. delicious. <laughs> <Thank>
4: <laughs> All of us. Maybe one day. <laughs> maybe one day. We'll we, we, made an,
3: we made an agreement where if we sell X amount of shirts over over the two shows that that we would either get Fleetwood, which is a Lansing diner for breakfast, or we would get Leaner Wishes. Leaner Wishes. <laughs> Weed- delicious on the way home
2: and we got neither
3: we got, we got bob, neither we got bob neither.
2: evans
3: oh. yep bob evans was fucking trash All right, <laughs> <laughs> like, would you yeah nothing, that was yeah. a really good experience <laughs> I, mean, I, I got a, a fail safe it was pretty good you got, got a fail safe t- t- <laughs> okay but, but but tanner the kid who doesn't like spending money gets a, a serving of fucking bacon and like with like a, a quote unquote glazed bacon but it was at Bob Evans, so it was just bacon that they just like drenched in fucking like like, syrup. Syrup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a maple syrup. Like I'm maple or whatever. Uh, Tanner wanted nothing to do with it. It was so funny. <laughs> it was, a- yeah.
2: That's why you got to get just the hash browns, the two eggs, and the and the protein. We brought Everything's good.
3: We brought uh Atticus. Um Atticus is a is, is a a band here from Marquette, but. You know, we're all like twenty-five to twenty nine years old. And Atticus, they're like I've no idea how old they are.
2: Like twenty. Years?
3: Nineteen to almost twenty-one. You know. Uh they're 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 very excited about yeah. doing this stuff. It's
2: all their first bands, I'm pretty sure. Yep.
3: Which is beautiful. It makes me so happy. It's cool seeing them. they're having so much fun. It's so cool, dude. And like I don't know, we were talking about doing like a release show right but like we have i would argue just as much of a a local following in marquette as we do down in lansing Hmm. so that's why we did like a part one in marquette and then a part one or part two down there and uh we brought small comforts because they fucking rip (laughs) (laughs) and uh and, and atticus who also rips but again like i don't know it was so cool, like bringing those the, those guys like down to the Goblin Zone in Lansing and Lansing, and Mar- just like it
2: was Marquetteville and Lansing.
3: It was Marquetteville and Lansing, yeah. which is fucking again super sick, but like I don't know, Atticus, like I don't know, they just got to see what like a uh, DIY show, you know, o- was, o- outside of Marquette looks like
2: Lansing. Yeah what kalamazoo was to us
3: yep yeah yeah and if you look at like pictures and stuff from that show josh their drummer and uh eric too their bass player there and like i don't know pretty much every picture of like a pit you know All they were just glass. like in it the whole time It's beautiful they made a bunch of money selling merch it's so cool you know i don't know it's neat yeah. michigan's a cool scene
0: uh, no, yeah, that's, that's amazing that you're able to, you know, have another, like, younger generation of musicians come up and keep your guys' like, Marquette scene alive, I know, I, I've lived in the, the Twin Cities for probably almost, like, four and a half years now, originally from, like, southern, southeastern Iowa, and, like, we had a pretty decent scene growing up, and then, you know, I moved away, got out of the music scene, started doing the podcast, and I went home, uh last last fall or whatever and there was like a local show going on so i made sure to like go out for it and it was just crazy that i only knew one of the bands on the bill there was three new bands on the bill that i'd never heard of before and they all lived in the scene and it was just nice to see like these new kids still doing what everyone wants to do in the scene and like you know getting up on the stage playing music and just keeping it going After I thought you know it had died out with my friends, it's nice to see there's still so much more coming down the pipeline.
3: Yeah, um, pre COVID, like Marquette, even Charmer, yeah, like Charmer was different before COVID. Um, It's 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 kind of weird to say because like we were in bands in that. Era as well, but like mm-hmm. COVID happened, so on and so forth, and like I don't know. I I feel confident saying that like Casper and Small Comforts, Atticus, um, Pastel Curbside, like as far as like the Marquette scene goes, you know, like it's uh, it feels like a second thing for me personally just because i was doing stuff up here before covid but i was playing drums in a band you know but like charmer wasn't like on counterintuitive and like stuff was just different saturdays at your place didn't exist you know Mulligan was still on no sleep records yeah shit was different you know like 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 pre pre pre-covid and um I don't know. It like like Casper ended up in like a really fucking weird spot. You know, like after after
4: lockdown. There, there's no band playing. Um... We were,
2: yeah, we were birthed in uh like March of 2020, right when it all started. <laughs> and at, at that at, at that point you really didn't know what was gonna happen. You didn't know if like, you know, everything was gonna open up next month. That it was you never knew when it was gonna end. And then, you know, it was like what was it two something years down the road when uh yeah like stuff finally started?
3: It was like around fourth of July. Yeah. Fourth of July twenty twenty-one.
2: Okay,
4: so like a like a year and a half. Year and right? a half. America was like, not this year. No. America <laughs> needed
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. I'm gonna leak all the demos we made in March 2020 after this podcast.
1: <laughs>
4: you know what? Leak them live. And go.
3: If people want those. DM us. <laughs> I will literally, I'll, I'll send those Dropbox links. I I don't fucking care. <laughs> Young Neil, he lived here. That's yeah. I
2: desperately want to bring that song back
4: so badly.
3: We um, we we've been tossing around the idea of re-recording Flesh Food, Motorcycle, and like a couple other of like the first things that me and Kenny wrote. You know,
0: I'd be down for it as a fan. I'd be down
3: i i think that we could make them cooler without making them too different you know there's just like a lot of stuff where we're talking two and a half years later you know like listening back on stuff there's stuff where like i'm very proud of like those parts and like the not that like I do want to change, but at the end of the day, like I'm like, well, wouldn't it be fucking sick if like instead of doing this here, we did this here, you know? So, um, I had no plans of writing a full length record, like I don't know, up until we signed a No Sleep Give or Take, honestly. Um, but now that that is what what we're looking at doing um which that's what we're looking at doing i'll say that next up fully all right yeah
0: i'd
2: love i'm not not saying it
0: all right i'm gonna say it for kenny kenny says (laughs) (laughs) i've loved this episode because there's so many. like i have like a like i say at the before we even started like i have a list of questions that will guide us through it's been great that we go off on these tangents and then you come back, I ask a question and you answer like three of my questions in your response that I wasn't anticipating. Uh, So now I don't have to ask ask that. So fuck yeah. Boom. Yeah, that's the move. But hell yeah. I mean, a full length is a big ordeal uh, to accomplish. So, I mean, I hope, I can't wait to see what that full length uh, becomes. But I'm like, whatever you do, I'm stoked on next.
3: Uh, i'll I'll be honest um i haven't felt the urge to like fucking make cool shit to this degree in like a long time like the 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 gears are turning there's gonna be a lot of cool stuff that we're gonna be putting on this lp um we're gonna have like like pete doing pete shit
2: the debut of Pete writing and which is,
3: which is like definitely a new thing, but we got we got work to do. So, for you and whoever else hears this, we're gonna play Focella. We're gonna do the, the 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 Tulsa Fest, and then I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna work on writing, and um, we're gonna like for the first time ever like write 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 we're like we're gonna say we're writing (laughs) (laughs) instead of it just happening (laughs) yeah yeah exactly yeah so um that's exciting you know for me personally like as uh uh, one of the people who's like contributing but also like i don't know i'm uh I, i try to look at everything as like from the perspective of somebody who's excited about the shit that we're doing and um we're gonna be doing some fucking cool shit, man it's exciting we're excited hell yeah right.
0: I'm, I'm i'm so stoked for you guys
1: exciting. With right
0: uh but uh like i said i'm so stoked for you guys this ep is great um everything you're doing is is amazing and i can't wait to see you know what comes next down the line uh i can't i can't stress enough how stoked i am also that you know you guys were able to sign with no sleep as as we were kind of talking about before the episode even started um like that's been one of my favorite record labels uh to date i mean you see the the major league flag you got i got the mixtapes flag i got you can't see it it's off screen but i got the no sleep logo flag over there like they're a big part of uh i think my uh definition of what i listen to
3: but, can uh, can yeah. I show you something real quick? Yes. Okay. Here I'm gonna I'm gonna grab this. Sorry, Kenny. Sorry, Pete. Up. All right. So if you see here, this big old no sleep records sticker, which yeah, is badass. Like the artwork is just like super sick. Yeah. Two years ago. We 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 got these stickers like two years ago. And we were all hyped up because we got into this practice space that we're sitting in right now with uh with Dave from Charmer. Um, we had, we we were like I don't know, sitting here kind of like out, like hanging out, and we got we got this this these stickers and stuff, and like never once did I think that we would end up <laughs> like on this label. It's weird. It's pretty cool. We've worked very hard, but it's very clear that we have like a lot more work to do, and i've I've never been more excited to do work than I am right now.
0: I mean I feel like those are those are great words to to end the conversations on. Um, dudes, like i've had I've had a a ton of fun on this Thursday. like I didn't anticipate uh, feeling the position I am in right now uh obviously the alcohol and the weed also (laughs) but uh but like i said like this has been a great conversation everyone that's listening please make sure you go check out the casper fight scene and stay up to date with everything that's going on um speaking of staying up to date if anyone's looking for merch music or the casper fight scene in general where can they find it
3: no sleep com, motherfucker (laughs) yeah
0: you heard it there uh depending on where you found this episode whether it's facebook twitter instagram or i guess x sorry uh or threads or you watched the youtube version and got to hang out with uh our giggly smiley faces all night make sure you check those hyperlinks follow them on all the social steps date for you know those upcoming shows if you're this comes out the same weekend as vocella if you're there make sure you stay till sunday catch these dudes ripping it um and if you're looking for tickets uh for the uh oklahoma uh festival i'll try and put those in description that's in november so you can't miss it but stay up to date for you know future shows be ready for uh possible vinyl coming soon we're looking at you chris make sure that happens um i know i want to be waiting yeah, for that one <laughs> uh but uh like I, I can't stress enough this has been a great time hanging out with the three of you The Casper fight scene is doing great things and I'm stoked for the future. Uh, Do you have any last words for the listeners before we take off?
3: Yeah. um, I want final boss fight on this fucking podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shout out final boss fight. Shout out Lansing in general. Shout out the Goblin Zone. I don't know. There's so many shout-outs. We've done enough shout-outs.
0: There has been quite a quite a wow. bit. I might have to put in the description like take a take a drink every time there's a shout-out. <laughs> <laughs> this one might be the one. Yeah, Yes,
3: I love that. Take a drink every time there's a shout-out. Yeah. Yeah, but no for real. Uh Dane does run doors. Dane this. <laughs> um, Hashtag
2: Pete
3: this. Hashtag Pete this. Um I think that's it. Go listen to Haymaker.
4: Then for another show, we're playing with Camping Alaska. Oh fuck
3: yeah! We're playing with Camping Alaska and Riley, uh, in Kalamazoo. On the way.
4: On the way to Focella. Yeah, yeah. Like Friday,
3: Friday we have Kalamazoo with Camping Alaska, uh, Riley, and Postcard Nowhere. Um, and then Saturday we're gonna be just straight up chilling at Focella. So if you're seeing this. To Fotella, hang out Saturday. We'll probably be like drinking some fucking Bahama Mamas. <laughs> <laughs> fucking straight up challenge.
1: <laughs>
3: and that's it. Yeah, go listen to Haymaker. That's all I got. That's it. Thank you. So much. Oh,
1: yeah.
3: Thanks for listening.
0: Yeah. Listen to Haymaker. Uh, go follow these dudes. And I'll catch everyone on the next episode. See ya. Peace.